everybody, and welcome back for another League podcast. I am your host, Patrick Scarzard Scarborough, and I have with me today the Ivern team. Uh, you know, we usually do these for reworks, but this time we have a new champion, Ivern the Green Father. We'll run it down. We have Blake Smith, his designer, also known as Squad 5. Blake, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Hey, well, I actually believe him, so that's good. <laughs> we have we have, uh, we have concept artist and general uh, Ivern model, I actually believe, the, your, what it was based off of, Chris oh, Skizix Campbell. <laughs> yep. Hello, yeah. hello. And, uh, and unfortunately, returning from our wildly unsuccessful Aurelian Soul podcast, <laughs> just just the worst person. Yeah. He's sitting right next to me. I can't stand it. Matt Dunn, <laughs> uh, writer for Ivern, writer for Riot Games, also known as uh, Faux Shizzle. Can, uh, I, can I just say that you guys really covered a lot of genres of music with that intro? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like Lord of the Rings, then club music. Yeah. It's... No, no, no. I'm that's kind the, of that's the Earth it. thing. Yeah, are you yeah, just, the, are you, the, the all right. I'm just going to assume I know, I Matt's it. under a rock somehow. All right. So, look, <laughs> speaking of rocks, trees, nature, the whole shebang. Uh, huh, yeah, there you go. Ivern. And I got to say, Ivern, uh, Chris, I, I kind of want you to start us off and tell me a little bit about how Ivern got started, you know, as, as kind of the twinkle in your eye. Because I even mentioned when I saw you the other day, uh, I feel like. When you were when you originally were working on some concepts of characters like Bard, I think you went to a really good but really weird place, <laughs> and all of your concepts were like, "What if this dude was just one instrument? The whole his whole body was like a horn, right?" And you had like, "What if this guy was just a mask with feet? Like just a bunch <laughs> of really wild stuff." So tell you, so so where did Ivern crawl out of? Well, our next champion is actually just a mask with feet. Fuck, so. <laughs> we, we spoiled. Well, now Brad. everyone knows. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, actually, for for Ivern. Um, when we started development, we actually wanted to make a, a druidic character. Um, and we've had a lot of interest in that from a number of artists in different places, you know, for a long time, um, both on Champion and, and and from outside of that, too. Um, so when we started working on Ivern, we actually had, like, this really great spread of a bunch of different types of druids and things that we wanted to look at. And um, we talked through them to, to decide if, if that's what we wanted to make. Um, over time though, like from talking to like Matt and, and the other creative guys, like, um, we started to kind of develop a new vision for it. And really the one thing that, um, you know, I'll hang my hat on that I wanted early on was we did not have this like super kind of like, um, exaggerated silhouette in the game. Somebody who was super tall and lanky and basically like a ball on stilts kind of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and when we start developing champions, one of the things we have to go do first is, make sure that we have a silhouette that's unique. We have 130 champs, you know, or so in the game. Um, so finding that unique shape is super, super important. Um, <clears throat> after that, though, uh, once we sort of, like, started tinkering around with things like that and found that that silhouette was going to work in some fashion, um, I mean, why not make that silhouette move around and be crazy and goofy and all that good stuff? So, yeah, that's... Um, well, yeah. you, you bring up something, I think, that uh, that's really important. By the way... Uh, we're just, can we just have you back to talk about champs you didn't even work on? I feel like I'm being seduced by the Chris <laughs> Campbell radio voice <laughs> here, but, uh, I'm like, oh God, yeah, just tell After me about break. Rise. Tell me about the next yeah. Rise we were. Right, let's go let's for it. it. No, but, it, but you hit on something I think that's actually, uh, pretty important that a lot of people don't think about, which is silhouette, mm -hmm. right? Um, I remember, uh, many moons ago, we had this problem where we were like, 
you know, okay, let's look at Quinn and then let's look at Fiora and then let's look at like another female character at the time. And it was like, if you turn off the lights and you just put their in-game models next to each other, it's actually difficult to find out. It's like, which one are they? And so that's where you get into the exaggerated poses where like Akali is just like a human female mm -hmm. with, with double comma things, but she like crouches on the ground and, and gets all exaggerated and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I want you guys uh, to, to kind of hop in here and tell me more about this Druid theme because what we have like... Soraka, kinda, and she's like a space goat healer thing. Uh, and then we have like Maokai, who's who's a tree, but he's definitely not like he doesn't seem like a happy nature guy. No. Yeah. So 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 where no. so true. so when when the when things started spinning around Druid, how how were you guys feeling about it? Do you um, want to start with the, the yeah? I we spent a, a good chunk of time thinking about what kinds of Druid fantasies we could go with. I, I remember one. One pitch that was so I, I think it was considered very toxic, Ooh. where uh, it was like the negative kind of druid, where he's like the John Constantine type, where he's helping the ADC kind of power up, power up, and then would actually backstab his own teammate and <laughs> take all their power for himself. Wait, what the hell? Yeah, that's it'd be a really druid bad. fantasy. Um, yeah, because see, maybe I just don't know anything about <laughs> druids. Yeah. I thought druids were all like. Uh, it was. It yeah. was. It might have been a joke pitch, but okay, it right. was. It was us trying to figure out like. Matt's like, actually going off the script here. No, when, yeah, yeah. nobody well, has any idea what he's talking about. Oh god, no, 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 cut the tape. It's a really yeah. insult yeah. all over yeah. again. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, but like, but but like it was yeah. the, the, the druid has always been on, on this kind of arc of 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 self sacrifice, right? Like I'm always going to give of myself of that, and we were. I think probably trying too hard at that moment to flip right. it and invert it, and it was wisely shot down for, by everybody in the room except for me, who was kind of like, "Oh, I wanted to make a bastard, but yeah. Um, yeah, I want to, um, I want to stab my my yeah. carry in the back yeah, at the last moment." And then it was it was it was kind of uh, so uh, we Jimmy, who was also working on the champion early, was he he did this really funny voice, and after seeing some of Chris Chris's <laughs> initial sketches, Jimmy just goes, "Yeah, I." I just kind of want to make a friend of the forest. And <laughs> yeah, I, it, I can, yeah, I can believe that. I can yeah, believe that's exactly how it went. And then once he Too said that, no we were like, that. okay, we got to we gotta make that guy. Yeah. Um, well, this yeah. this one seems a little interesting, too. And, and, and uh, Blake, I, I, I want to get you your thoughts on this. Because it, it seems like, for me, as for as long as I've known about Ivern, it was friend of the forest or, like, friendly woodland man, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Or, like, in some form, right? Mm -hmm. So this is interesting to me because from the kind of beginning of talking about Ivern, at least as far as I've been aware from him, he's always been super friendly. So he's been, you know, a mm -hmm. little goofy. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas I think characters like Kled, when we were talking about him on the last podcast, you know, there was, like... Is Kled going to be crazy? Is he going to be mean? Is he mm -hmm. going to be old? Like, like there was actually quite a quite a few more variations mm -hmm. on on where the character might go. So once you feel maybe a little locked into like friendly druid guy Blake, how do you make a character that doesn't just like check the box on what you would expect out of a druid, right? Yeah, I mean, after you get past the point where we we you know explore the background things and like I think there were some things where it was like mysterious druid mm -hmm. was yeah. was kind of interesting like it doesn't talk to people these kind of dark cool, and mysterious past there, there's some cool things not necessarily evil some to more towards that anyway but we at least from a gameplay perspective when we got to the point where he was a friendly character and that he was sort of supposed to be nonviolent we were exploring this pacifist angle which I think we've kind of we've talked about a few times in the past but. That was specifically started out that a druid who has sort of reverence for all life, and and mm -hmm. that is like, again, Ivan maintains a lot of this, and that you know he's not the nature will protect and we will you know kill humans who come in. Like he doesn't have that point of view, but the character who has reverence for all life 
will not hurt any of it. Yeah. And so sees uh, progressions like of say like good and evil as just kind of natural things. Mm -hmm. I, I know you were talking about like a balance of the sort of world type ideas of this character's philosophy. And so we were going into a direction where it was pure pacifist. Like Ivern didn't even deal damage. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He could he day. could not damage anyone in the game. And instead, what he would do was facilitate his allies in in <laughs> dealing damage for him instead. <laughs> right. And so the funny thing is, he he you could think about the weird sort of uh <laughs> he wasn't a pacifist he was a passive aggressivist yeah it's very weird to be like all right i'm not gonna kill them but you, you were. were going to kill them <laughs> right it's like yeah. ivern what it's like yeah. be nice to all the wolves yeah. slaughter their <laughs> aid you're like what <laughs> something yeah. something yeah. that said sorry. actually real quick just just to crystallize it that does mean there is a cool potential for a pacifist character out there that controls the, his allies Oh, so the, I mean, yeah. the the pacifist character's not mm. off the board. So I mean, if yeah, you're yeah. here, if you're upset that yeah. that's gone away, it's so, not. Someone's gone. on their morning commute right now. Like, damn it! Yes. <laughs> yeah. that was the, that was me. I don't. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he main, he does maintain a lot of like that aspect of helping his allies kill. That's where he is a support. You know, uh, so he's he didn't go too far away from that, but. The idea basically came around, okay, so he's this pacifist, he's a druid who cares about nature, right? We wanted to maintain that element specifically, and so that's where we get to the jungle clear that's sort of unique for him, where he's not actually killing the jungle monsters, which one gets us a huge dramatic win of, you know, he's not actually killing the monsters. Yeah, he's like kind of just waving them off, hanging out. And two, gets us an interesting gameplay uh, position that we can put him in, which is a support uh, classed character in the jungle position, and so... Normally they have all their, you know, supports have all their limitations in terms of damage and what they can do, but we basically get around it with this. Yeah, so. well, mm -hmm. it, it, you bring up uh, support jungler, and I think that's interesting because we've often heard support jungler, you know, as like mm -hmm. this faux class that people like to think of where they're right. like, you know, Nunu's a support jungler. And it's like, right. what does he do that's supportive? Well, he eats the shit out of the enemy jungle and, then, and then hits him a bunch and, yeah. and they don't get to play the game. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't. <laughs> All right, but I mean, I guess I guess it's a support relative to like a master Yi, but right. but some of these characters that people have felt are support junglers, I think, don't really live up to what you may expect out of that theme. Right. right? I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't specifically classify them as a support jungler and say that they fulfill like that niche. Right. Yeah. For if players, I, I I think it's more like and and maybe maybe you guys help me out. I, I'm not exactly familiar with what you play, but it feels like if you enjoy playing support the role. In other games, if you like being a healer, if you like being kind of an enchanter, Ivern is like right up your alley. Yeah. Even if it does put you in a different lane than maybe you're used to. Sure. He's really relaxing to play. I found him just like in the play tests that I did, um, just calming. Like yeah. just walking around and just up, oh, gonna leave a little by myself here and you know clear that camp right there and come back over. He and, that, and like he feels very much like the Bob Ross. Of League of Legends. Yeah, the happy and little yeah, trees. He's, he's very happy. Like, it, I don't know. I just, it's, I didn't like jungling until I actually played Ivern. And then I was like, I get it. Gotcha. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then, he, then that walk, that, <laughs> at, that strut that he's yeah. got. The that, super, like, like, yeah, like, wow. like, I think people, if if they have seen him already, when you were talking about Silhouette, Chris, they, they have to be thinking about the, the lanky walk. Just the sure. sliding on up into every situation. He's just... He yep. he's so weird. Like, is he actually taller than the other characters, or do you, does it just feel that way? Uh, I I think like 
Because our model sizes are usually like pretty ranged. Yeah, yeah, I think he he could be the tallest <laughs> yeah. character. Maybe at the maybe we were just like uh, yeah. give this guy a higher coefficient. Yeah. Than everyone else. Ah, he he might be the tallest guy at the moment. Yeah, he he definitely uh, has some some interesting. Uh, numbers for his bounding box that yeah. which is oh, yeah. his size as you, I you think, say like thematically uh, speaking he's not actually the size of a tree he would be like taller than a normal person yeah. i mean you know he maybe even seven or eight feet tall but yeah. yeah not not giant tree man like an ent you know yeah um, he's not bfg but in game like he <laughs> yeah, might be the biggest dude yeah he's, the, just, he's walking around yeah. he, he, uh, i i i was kind of hoping he yep. did the attack on titan thing he walks over to the raptors and you just see him peering Peek over, over. Oh, <laughs> that's so yeah. creepy <laughs> just yeah. see him he's like but he's but then he's like how y'all doing yeah. you know you're like oh we're good you know yeah. we're hanging out of here looking skin. good guys yeah. so so i want to yeah. attack so, on ivern so so, so, so just be a naked dude <laughs> just, oh, yeah that's good so i know the inspiration was druid but is he an actual druid i read i read the the story for the first time in my life i read the story wow uh yeah i know no no i'm kidding I, I, I read all that shit i'm honored uh, I'm, I'm really touched this so is so mad like, about it i'm uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked because i have known you to, yeah. to not be the avid but reader no, of story. yeah uh, it's the alabama in me that just keeps me from reading but, <laughs> but uh no ivern you know because he's he's like you know he used to be a bad dude right he was ivern the cruel you're right he was you know, I I don't really know what his whole deal was back then, but he you know he went to go find some magic that could stop all the the frozen watchers uh, or the, the frostborn or, or whomever it really is, and he and he cuts down the tree and then he becomes the tree. Yep. And so I guess you the, pretty much got and it. And the thing is, is is you know, especially listening to his VO, I, I'll I'll gush about the VO in, uh, here in a bit, but but even listening to how he interacts with people, how he interacted with the kind of the hunter in the story and everything. Um, he doesn't seem to know or care if he has kind of an authority. He's just sort of like, yeah, I got a bunch of life powers, and I'm just going <laughs> to enjoy the hell out of that. And I'm just going to, like, keep – I'm going to make sure everyone else is enjoying it, right? Like, the whole what, – what is it? He, he's got to go, like, officiate, a, like, a, a frog election. Yeah. Right? For <laughs> King of the Lily Pad. The Donald Grump me, uh, meme started flowing. Yeah, Donald that. Grump. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah. but right, so, so I guess that's the thing is, like, what is his actual role in Runeterra? Right, you know, because it doesn't, you know, most druids are like, we were appointed by a council of some weird elf creatures, and yep. someone stands tall above everything, but he's kind of just rolling around, lank walking into everywhere, just enjoying his life. I think he kind of just lucked into it, or just kind of sort of rolled with it. Uh, early on, a, a, the first character reference I can remember for this guy was um, was the dude from The Big Lebowski. And it's like when you look at him early on and say like, oh, he's the dude. He abides. He chills. He's got a white Russian. Nothing's going <laughs> to yeah. really harsh his day yeah. except someone peeing on his rug. Because, you know, like. And even then he just wants yeah. the rug back. Exactly. You know? It really tied the room together. I'm like, going to stop quoting. No, the it's now. It's, but it's there was room it. for, a, for a scuttle crab tying the room together if you steal it from him. <laughs> yeah. If he's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going to take true. my crab? We, we had, we had Missed opportunities. Yeah. 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 One that I wish we had done was Ivern versus Ivern. If they both clear the same camp or. <laughs> yeah. They would yeah. both just go. Right. Whoa! <laughs> you knew what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Just All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I I would say that he's, uh, as with any kind of like archetype we try and fill, I think, um, for in terms of like traditional straight druid, I don't think that held a lot of appeal to any of us. But what we liked was when you peeled a, around, peeled apart the 
the layers of what that archetype is, is that this reverence, this care, this life magic, and apply it to somebody who maybe didn't deserve it in the beginning, but has kind of learned to kind of deal with it, it became something really interesting. Um, like, we don't have a lot of characters in our game that are at the end of their arc, that are at the end of their story. They've basically accomplished all the things that they've needed to accomplish to be a complete person. And with Ivern, that that just felt right for him. And it felt very kind of druidic because the last thing a druid really has to do in any of the stories, and I, and I look to the, you know, the, shan, the Shannara books, like when they had the druids there, the druid always dies in all of them. You get really attached to the druid, spoiler alert, and they always die. Yeah. Um, they got to get buried yeah. in the earth or like sprout into a tree or yeah. mushrooms or whatever yeah. and so give I, back to the land. It was, I think it was Ryan Vernier, who's the, the senior writer on, um, on, on Champ, on, on League of Legends, and, and he was the one who kind of directed me towards like, that's what a druid does, right? It's the last thing they do is they're on a path of self-sacrifice. And so for, it just kind of clicked. He's done. He is, all he has left to do is basically make that final rooting in he's the God Willow. He will become everything that he took from the world, and he's happy with that. And then most likely, the second he does that, someone's going to come with an axe. Yeah. So and he'd be like, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's part of the light, part yeah, of the cycle. I'm good with that. Yeah. Chris, when when did you feel like, you know, I either whether it was these meetings, you know, uh, where we have reviews and we're looking at animations or, you know, we're looking at, at gameplay or something, that you felt like the the snowball that you had started to push down the hill with tree man was really blooming into something that you were like oh, okay this is exciting i'm finally seeing this thing in game that, yeah. that i really want to see um <clears throat> a lot of times the animations do this with with i think a lot of characters actually you, you get a chance to you talk about these characters and you draw them and it's it's a static situation right you know you're you're, you're posing them you might be doing sketches and things where they're acting and they're going through moments and trying to like communicate who they are but um, once animators actually get a hold of it and, you know, you're th having these conversations and they're like, okay, okay, give me, you know, give me a few days on this or whatever. And they'll come back with like a first walk cycle or a first like run cycle or something. And, um, when you see this like lanky goofball dude, like gliding down lane for the first time or something, even if he's just like a great mass of, you know, geo, um, it, you start to see the personality and it, mm -hmm. it, it passes into a different state of mind because you're like, you're sort of pitching to yourself and, and to each other and you're believing that this thing's going to be cool and it's going to be interesting. And then it starts to move and it, it, it has mass, <laughs> then, you know, <laughs> then the real smart people come in and yeah, make it happen. Totally and you're right. like, oh yeah. my God. No, and it's, the, it's the same thing with gameplay. You don't know if an ability is good until an animator gets a crack at it. And yeah. You're like, actually, this is satisfying. <laughs> you're like, never yeah. mind. I'm yeah. a genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cool. Yeah, no, I mean, talk, it, 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 Chris, to his credit, was like one of the first people um, to really see who this character was. I mean, I remember specifically there was that one time where you were like, hey, Matt, you're kind of busy with Aurelian Soul and wrapping this. Do you mind if I just, like, kind of push on this angle and push on this angle? And just, and I was like, yeah, man, go for it. It seems like you've got something, and, you you, you know, you steered that ship really well. Yeah. Um, you know, It's going to turn to compliment. Like, he's like, hmm, yeah, aw. I probably did, but I don't like you saying that. No, I, um, <laughs> don't, don't be nice to me right now. <laughs> Look, he looks so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> and he's I got think, a, a good beard for it, too. I think um, it's one of those things where, you know, I remember early on we talked about the, the potential with the just the way that he was built for him to move around and be really unique. And we talked about mm -hmm. he was going to be somebody that if he's going to be in the jungle, he should move unique because we mm -hmm. knew that he probably he might be a pacifist. I think at that yeah. time he still maybe we were kind of seeing if that would work. Um, so there were a lot of things about just like making sure that this guy was interesting when he moved around. Yeah. And um, we had already started poking at the idea of like he was kind of this like. 
it's a little bit of like Johnny Appleseed, a little bit of like mm-hmm. the hermit that's been out in the woods for way too long or whatever. Yeah. And he's got all these sort of like eccentricities. And um, so, yeah, I mean, to me, like the I, I go to the references of like uh, the labyrinth, the, the the characters that are sort of built like Ivern in a lot of ways. And they, they actually like throw their heads back and forth. And that sort of off kilterness that mm-hmm. like like a, a deep woodland off kilter thing, but yeah, like, not like evil. In like, another context, like tossing your head around would be weird as hell. Yeah. But and they seem yeah. to like just not care on such a level that you're like, oh, I guess yeah. this is. And they're a little creepy. They're a little creepy. Yeah. For sure. But no, like, I'm, yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, I, I think I, I want to talk a little bit about gameplay though, Blake, because, you know, I, I think this was, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Stort's beef, no, beat, beat, beat punch, punch beef. beef. That's yeah. that's the summoner name. What he he worked on Rexai, he worked on Alawi, and it was funny because because I I always make this joke where I'm like, oh, every designer has a thing. You know, everyone knows about August Browning's three hit passives, right? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Now evolved into the four hit passive with Jin, <laughs> and uh, I was like, Jimmy, you just put a lot of shit on the map, and he's like. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I was like, uh, I was yes. like, I was like, Rexai is just tunnels everywhere, then tentacles everywhere, yeah. and and he's like, they're gonna make you put brush on the map, aren't you? And he's yeah. like, ah, yeah, probably. And so yeah. and so and then I and then he he got really sick, and mm-hmm. and the way that I remember this, you know, is is all of us in the Nordic champion, uh, you know, hall. Like who's gonna take over Ivern and Blake busting through the door mm, with a sword right. pulled pulled uh, pulled from from the head of a now dead giant, right? Saying I will I will work on Ivern. Yes, the the Grendel. I will Slayer. carry the ring to Mordor. You know, I, I feel like it was more of I was just the shepherd out in the fields, and I had one of the warriors come up to me and say, "You have been chosen." Yeah, I guess uh, actually that that is a little bit closer to how it went. So 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 you know, Blake, you have been. Uh, You've been working on QA, uh, you know, around design for quite a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then this at the start of this process, right? You've helped out with what so many champions, like like what were some of the ones that you've worked? I on? I mean, Vi was the first one, Jinx, Braum. Yeah, a lot of them. So I've I've been here for a while. Yeah, a lot a lot of favorite characters, and and so what was it like being able to take on the first project on your own? Like like t- walk me through that. Yeah, I mean from from my angle, like I, I kind of tell the story whenever I can. But when I was first interviewing here back in the day, the one of the questions, of course, that always gets asked is, "What do you see yourself doing in five years?" And I'm yeah. like. I want to make a champion. I'm going to be a champion designer. I'm going to make a champion. And so for me, getting the opportunity to opportunity to finally do it has, yeah. has been what in like four years, right? So yeah, you're, you're in about schedule. four years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but well the opportunity nice. to do it has been something that is like, I, I say from my perspective as someone who is just obsessed with League of Legends, like when before I was playing and before I came here, that's what I did. That was my favorite, you know, game to play at the time, and. Just a fan, basically, is what I would say, who came and and on sort of a whim without a lot of hope, uh, I felt like, applied to Riot. Finally getting to this point, it was just like a dream come true. It was a realization of something that is, I wasn't even sure like was even possible. And so for me, it's just like... It's it's sometimes amazing just to think about it and reflect. Damn, yeah. man! If I'd have known all that, Jeez, we'd have been nicer. Yeah. Like way nicer. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> like, guys, Blake's very sensitive. This is kind of like his dream, y'all. It's like, it's like, yeah, but can he hook up the damn spells already? Yeah. Like, what is you know, like, that, like. No, I well, and this is this is interesting because you know people people who are listening to this, you know, we sometimes talk about you know how the personalities get injected into things and mm-hmm. and um, you know like 
it's it's funny because when you really get to know some of the developers here, some of the characters just make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like like Daniel is super ambitious and he wants to do stuff that's weird, mm-hmm. right? And so and so the whole idea of like what if Azir, what if he doesn't attack? What if he does this thing, mm-hmm. right? Or like you know work, working on too. the fish tank, right? <laughs> working on like let me just eat characters and walk around with them in my belly right you're like that's a daniel thing right he's super weird like that and august is always trying to trying to solve some kind of puzzle right he's like what's what's like the craziest thing i can get someone to do and it's like can i get them to both know where they're going to be in a couple seconds and also where they were a couple seconds ago right and uh and and i'm, I'm going to lightly plug jeevan uh jeevan who's working on the next character so when you when you hear from from us again uh you'll know what that's all about jeevan goes into everything with something to prove. He's got like <laughs> he's got like he's got like a, st- a a a true statement about the game and he's going to go break it in yeah. half, right? He's like everyone else thinks this thing is true. I don't think this thing is true. I'm going to make a character that forces it down. But Blake, I I feel like that same kind of the tone that you just brought, you know, t- to that story, I think really is reflected in Ivor and and so and so uh tell me about when you felt like your kit was working, because I remember a couple months ago we sat down together and I was like, "Hey, just show me, show me the guy," and you're like, "Oh, here's you know, here's this ability, you know, here's this ability." But when did it feel like it clicked to you and you were like, "Okay, this is a functional champion in League of Legends and not just a you know a hot mess of abilities." Yeah, I mean, from my end, we we actually ha- were having discussions like uh, quite often about what this character was. He was kind of shifting a little bit, and you know, based on just my you know, sensibilities that I was bringing and changes to the abilities and things like that, uh, since we didn't really have any before. But after we had kind of discussed what Ivern would feel like potentially as we were kind of just going through, and I kind of started talking about, oh, you know, this fey creatures in, say, like D&D who will trick you and mess with you, but they're not trying to hurt you and they're your friend. And, you know, imagining the guardian in the forest who is sort of, you're trying to pursue, but he's just like going, he's dipping out of your sight. You can't see what he's doing. He's tricking you. And all of a sudden you end up at the beginning of the forest again and you don't know what the hell is going on. And playing through his kit and finally getting that sense of in the jungle where I actually felt like that statement that we were making about what this guy thematically could feel like as you're playing him felt like it rang true was the point where I knew that I had hit on something that was going to be really fun. And so going through the jungle, right, trying to counter jungle somebody and they come up to attack me. I throw the root out and I start running away. They break out of that. They keep on chasing. I come around the corner. I throw a brush down and then I walk through it, keep going the other way. And I see them go through and go the wrong direction. And I go, this is amazing. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so that's the kind of point where I felt I felt like at least the early game and sort of the jungling pattern felt like it was clicking for me. Uh, and the other parts were more of how the abilities sort of line together in the pattern sense. And that was like, oh, okay, what are you what are you doing when you're casting these spells? Like, what are you thinking that you're going to do next? And so once we felt like we had down what it was that you know what you wanted to do for an ally. That was when it felt like the character was coming together for the more late game stages, uh, which is, you know, helping melee characters mostly get in or appealing for the AD carry. Things like that. Are, are you sure it wasn't when Warren did the like double point shield thing? Because oh, that was me, amazing. That's when I was like, oh, we have a kit. Yeah. It's amazing. There it is. Yeah. I don't know. If, hey. For yeah. me, it was later. It was when Ivern high five days ago. Yeah, yeah. She came out. I was like, oh, get him. 
Yeah. yeah. Get him. <laughs> That's the yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to talk about her in just a second because I, I absolutely love Daisy. Daisy is my favorite <laughs> thing in League of Legends right now. Uh, and she's not even in the game. But no, I, I think I think I think what you have, uh, you kind of hit on something that I uh, I'm not really sure what to call it. But I think I feel like there is a point in a champion when you play them. Uh, and and that you know as developers as as designers and everything it's important to to lead people to this moment mm-hmm. but if they arrive at that moment and they succeed in that moment they really understand your character mm-hmm. and i think you know and this this is a lot on you guys too for, for for helping engineer that kind of character but i'll give some examples and this is i play a lot of ilawi and i think you know ilawi is you know she throws tentacles around right she talks a lot about her god but there is a moment when you are being ganked or there's overwhelming force coming at you, right? And your only out is to press your ultimate mm-hmm. and just hope that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, you're like standing on top of a bunch of bodies yeah. and you're super low, but you're like, wow, okay, that was awesome, right? Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like, oh, I actually had to commit and believe the yeah. same way that she believes in her faith that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And it does, right? Yeah. And I think uh, most recently for Kled, this was like, this was like, when you are at almost no health and you charge back into the fight <laughs> and you overcome them by remounting, right? Because it's so unintuitive for us mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you already died. You're kind of dead. Go go kill them to get your extra life back, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's so weird. And, and when it does, you're like, I understand this crazy little asshole, right? Like, <laughs> I'm super into this guy. And Ivern, for me, I think what you just hit on, that's like... I can't wait to have that moment where I juke someone because they were tricked mm-hmm. or they were confused or they couldn't understand what I was trying to do. And I, I don't know. I think that's super powerful. But but uh, now I want you to tell me about Daisy. Now, <laughs> clear everything <laughs> off the table. Uh. We only got like, you know, we only got like, like you know, seven to ten minutes left here. Talk to me about Daisy. Are you going to me? Okay. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Somebody. I'll, I'll, I'll start out. Because <laughs> yeah, Daisy. Yeah. So get, Daisy. Get in there. Daisy originally came about from gameplay, the gameplay side. Uh, although, to be fair, we'd been wanting to potentially explore summoning as you know, as a druid fantasy type, mm-hmm. uh, which had been pushed for. Yeah. I originally you're gonna, was like, thinking, transform or you're going to summon. Right. right. Yeah. So I was originally, I was originally going away from that direction because I was afraid of pet controls in the game. Didn't think that we could Blake really make fun. it work. I also yeah. hate fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one of the questions that was asked me. I was yeah. getting interviewed. Uh, but anyway, so. <laughs> Um, we right man in the job. Yeah. Yeah. There was a version of the kit where he just did transform into a tree. Yeah. It he did was do that. not That's fun. True. That was also not unfortunately very fun. that wasn't fun. Yeah. yeah, just stand there. But, but it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't your kind of not fun, and so we had yeah, to correct. it wasn't the right kind of not fun. It was just deeply not fun. Uh, anyway, <laughs> rooted and not fun. Rooted and not fun. Oh. You can just leave. No, yeah. Okay, I'm okay with leave. that one. You can just leave. You missed why. That was, I said it with the emphasis. All right, whatever. Anyway. Sorry, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Blake, Blake time. Let me go back around. So we, we, we initially were trying out some ultimates where he turned into the tree to kind of get more with the, the story and the thematic of it. Uh, and went away from that for, for various reasons, but we... I, I started trying to go in a direction that what is what is the support if he is a support? What does he bring that is special since he is not in the bottom lane always? He can be there. And the thought was, okay, he can support different types of characters in the game. So started trying out some ultimates that were focused around supporting bruiser type characters because, you know, his Q and his E are naturally very good with them. And the problem that we ran into was that buffing up another character to make them really strong and godlike and do cool things was was strong. It was powerful. It was a good reason to take him into the game. But for Ivern, it didn't feel exciting because he wasn't the guy who got to do it. And so 
spun around to that for a little bit and then eventually just kind of came to the conclusion, well, if we want him to be a bruiser support and to have a bruiser buddy, why not just let him make his own bruiser buddy? Yeah. And so <laughs> let his kit work with that. And he creates his own bruiser to go in and fight for him. And Daisy kind of just fills that niche. She can go in. She's tanky. She gets up in front for him. She you know, throws out CC. And so that's kind of the place where it came down to. And it naturally just slotted into his pattern very well because you do the same things that you would normally do. It's just that Daisy is now... Assuring you that someone's going to actually fall through for you, right? Well, and there's yeah. stuff that you were talking about, right? Like, like if you land the root, right? The yep. the the everyone gets the least in the tree syndrome, tree syndrome, as, yeah. as we will as we will know it uh, in a bit. Uh, that she takes it, right? Like yep. if you root it, Daisy's tackling you over the wall now <laughs> and is gonna is gonna go find you. <laughs> and I I don't know. I think this is the cutest thing we've put in League of Legends. Ever like 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 people were like yeah. let's make a skin for Lux or something and I'm like stop like 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 Daisy Daisy is is a badass giant like golem that has like a little flower yeah. on her head she waves when she despawns yeah. are you kidding yeah. I don't think I don't think we have a non depressing death animation or timeout animation right even Tibbers <laughs> even Tibbers is like he's done like he's like I, I do want to say know. I want to shout out to to, to Brian oh, the sound yeah. that she makes yeah. when she despawns yeah. is is amazing as well what is the sound can she, someone give me the sound she, she kind of does like a little grunting bye bye like kind of thing yeah. it's yeah. fantastic yeah, I'm loving her too much yeah, yeah. and also like when I listen to the VO uh, <laughs> oh my lord impression. you know like like just so exciting where where uh you know, she, the theme is she's tackling you because she loves hugs. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. so simple and adorable, right? That that he's like, all right, Daisy, go make a friend. Be gentle, Daisy. And he doesn't even mean it, like, in a weird, manipulative way. No, yeah. he doesn't. Right? He's, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's like, I'm going to go give you hugs, but I'm also a stone beast. <laughs> right. So, like, <laughs> understand, yeah. like, like, this could be tough for you. If I actually, um, real, real quick, to, on the Daisy thing, when we were... um. When Daisy got introduced, is was going to be a part of the kit. Yeah, we were trying to figure out, okay, like what does she when mean? When Blake brought Daisy home, yeah, to and meet the parents, we all had to live with Daisy. <laughs> yeah, um, so I actually there was an adjustment period. People were hesitant. Yeah, yeah. 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 and, and uh, a real quick aside, actually, and I know like sitting here is like concept art. It's 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 cool, and we get to do the podcast <laughs> and all that stuff. But I want to throw like a quick shout out to like the animators Luke and Warren. Oh god, um, yes, definitely. Danny, who I'll get back to in a second because mm -hmm. the Daisy story. But Danny, yeah. our 3D artist, who also did uh, a good job doing. Doing a lot of concept stuff on Ivern mm -hmm. and uh, Richard on VFX and yep. obviously everybody else too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brian, I just want to throw it to those guys because well. no, they've sure. done a ton yeah. of it. Um, like, before we continue with my favorite thing in League of Legends, yeah. you know, let's we we probably we say it sometimes on this podcast. We probably never say it enough. You know, these things are really a, a labor of love and a product of oh, yeah. of way totally. more people than we can yeah. fit into this room and, and have the time. And so while while we're kind of talking to to the DNA pod here, right. you know, there's <laughs> shout outs to all the homies and all the teams that are that are mm -hmm. listening to this that help make a part of this you know all that absolutely but, but so all right back yeah, to daisy, daisy. okay back so daisy. we we were doing that what really matters right <laughs> we were we were trying to figure out um sort of even within our own head space our own head canon like okay how does daisy work thematically like wh where do we need to go so she feels organic so when he pulls her out it's not like yeah he's bringing in like somebody to just smash your face and kill you that feels aggressive is that right right mm -hmm. and it was uh actually danny the yeah. uh um our character artist that did this like little like really quick one morning, like did a comic of like 
Ivern finding Daisy, like basically like passed out in the blue buff like grove and like like she wasn't she's like a blue buff that was taken. Yeah, yeah. And she's just laying there face down. Like she looks like she's just been on a bender or something. And he comes over and he's like, Oh, you know, like, hey buddy, you know, got like life got you down and basically like imbues her with his his magic and saves her and brings her back. And he showed us this comic and like the whole pod was like, we all get Daisy now. Yes, we can do this. <laughs> and it was just like, but th those little moments are like, you know, yeah. that, that, anyway, that was so a cool many, moment. There's yeah. so yeah. many things like that at this company. And I, and I suspect in game development across the world where it's like, it's like the theming of a thing needs to be there or else it won't make any damn sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. like once you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, OK, I get it. Like like even, you know, and, and it's controversial opinion here because I don't know that it sold perfectly well. Like Jin's got this weird drape on his body and he's got like a hump and you're like, what's that? And then he uses his alt and you're like, oh, he's the gun. Yeah. He puts all of it to. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like, oh, shit, I get it. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. yeah. And I don't know. The, the high fiving of Daisy. Everything about that is the correct amount of whimsical nature that I feel like <laughs> yeah. makes me yeah. love League I mean, of Legends Daniel deep in my heart. Really brought the heart to that character yeah. with that little comic strip. Yeah. It was just I was like, oh, this is exactly true. Yeah. This is going yeah. in the bio. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so so we're kind of we're kind of nearing our end here. I know you've you Chris you've got to go slay some people after this. In uh, in the losers bracket of yeah yeah hey of look Rumble, losers bracket is still in the tournament we're proud, we're proud. you know yeah, yeah it's that's gonna be excited. Yeah, yeah we're excited so listen so so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh, through each each of you and I'm gonna say give give me either your favorite Ivern voiceover line or your favorite Ivern like moment if if you're not as up to date on on his voice you know just kind of be thinking about that I'll start it off okay uh, which is uh, I I kind of have two and I think by the way this voice actor is one of my favorite. Uh, dudes ever in games. I don't know his name. Uh, I don't even know if it's confirmed, but he's General Nazgrim in WoW, and I know that because I can hear it because <laughs> it's the same damn guy, and you're not fooling anybody. Uh, but but uh, his 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 like his quality of doing the voice actor stuff, like his delivery is amazing, mm -hmm. and uh, he's got this one where he's like, "Oh hey, it's the people." Thing. <laughs> Hello. You know, he, he like he like kind of forgets for a moment like what they are. Yeah. But he's still trying to be really nice to them, which is the cutest damn thing ever. Uh, and then and then he has a whole host of lines where he talks and sheds light on all of the the creatures of the rift. And there's one where he's like, you know. Hey, Blue, you know, you and my friend Daisy would make a cute couple. And I'm like, he's shipping the blue bomb and Daisy? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. heart. Yeah. I can't so take good. it. He is just, he is just the best. All right, Blake, you got to go. Let's yeah, hit, I mean, I have to it. say, uh, his lines when he interacts with the jungle camps are my favorite. And I, my, my absolute favorite one of all of those is the is, uh, raptor friends. Looking good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. It's just so, like, friendly. And you can see him just jovially walking by. Amazing. Yeah, That's my favorite. That's good. Um, man. All right. So I, I could I could point to all those animation things that we've already yeah. talked about, like the high five, probably. Yeah. Um, any of those. But I actually did it to Matt earlier. But the first time that uh, we were we were testing out some things, and he cast his cue, and he like caught Annie or whatever Annie bot, and he just did that. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, my man. Because that feeling of like when somebody's like they're just at the edge of your range, and you, you get them, and you're just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah. like no one says that yeah. low key. Like yeah. like there's no one who uses their move in yeah. the game and is like, haha, yeah. I did it. You right. know, like right. Because right. we you we you know 
it's if you're like Caitlyn, you like blew their head off, right? Like yeah. you know you got it. Yeah. There's an over. There's an old lady somewhere stuck in the game code who says yeah. you killed somebody, right? Yeah. Like, but Ivern yeah. has given himself a high five on this. Yeah. All right, Dig all right, it. Matt, you got to close this out um, here. What's the what, what's your favorite line in Andor Ivern moment? Oh, it, it it has to be when he when he pacifies the the razor beaks and he just is like, where did you raptors get all these coins? <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's genuinely like perplexed. He's like, how did you? Do- what, what have you been? Who have you been stealing? For? Like, it just puts a story in my head, and I, 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 I lose it when I hear that oh line. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's I, awesome. I have to say, honorable mention goes to I've got two thumbs and a shield. Yeah, <laughs> when he shields himself. Okay. Yeah, I just honestly, you know, God, God bless you and everyone else who helped to make those lines because you know, shout outs again. We're we're doing all shout outs today. Yeah, we shout outs to everyone because I, I think it was Danny as well, but a lot of other guys who who really set to you know, Villem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vandersheif, you're really set to work on like making a lot of those creatures come mm-hmm. to life mm-hmm. in Summoner's Rift when we were all working on the update. And to see them now like have a place and have personalities, like what is it like? Uh, Sir Sir uh, Grompulous Kevin yeah. Rivington <laughs> of Crokeshire, yeah. right? Like it's like it's like hell yeah, dude. Grom's the prince, of course yeah. he is, right? Like you, like you just you just yeah. kept killing him for his buff. You I didn't mean, know about yeah. that. Krug, yeah. Krugs is writing his novel and getting feedback from Ivor. And yeah. yeah. Brambleback and Ivern got up to some mischievous deeds yeah. somewhere in a jungle. In the yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that is, that's, 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 that's where things fair, get man. the most like fear and loathing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are get weird. <laughs> Ivern's quick thousand yard stare. Yeah, just, oh. and then he's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, we had a good, a lot of, a great line can come from pretty much anywhere, and people all over from like QA to narrative to other teams, other disciplines were, were tossing in lines and it. The, the material was so good. It was so hard to, to pick. All right. So thanks, guys. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Shout outs to everyone who shout made Ivern possible in every kind of way. We we got to head out of here. So so Blake, Chris, uh, Matt, thank you guys for stopping thank by. You. And thanks, thanks to all of you us. out there for listening. I mean, we you can tell how much fun it was to do the cast. It was that much fun to do Ivern, uh, just guaranteed. So so we hope you guys get out there and play him, play against him. Uh, watch out for getting three buffed. That that shit will happen to you. <laughs> it's, you're thinking he's real nice, but he will just smite all of your stuff away but but no uh you know be sure to follow us on on itunes and soundcloud and i don't know wherever the hell y'all listen to this too so somewhere if you found it share it to your friends share it to your parents show your grandma uh you know i'm sure she'll love ivory too so okay we're gonna head out guys uh thanks so much and we will see you at the release of the next champion yeah thanks a lot cheers